Hey you, welcome to the Impactful Life Podcast. I'm Jan Ditchfield, award-winning social entrepreneur, online educator, purpose-driven business expert, and mom to a feisty girl boss in the making. Are you looking to make an impact on the world around you and create a life that lights you up, but you don't know the steps to take to get started? Trying to navigate the path to live the life you were meant to have isn't an easy journey, but it's a journey you were destined for. Each week, I sit down to share strategies, inspiration, and tips to help you develop the confidence to turn what matters to you into a business with purpose so you can make a massive impact on the world around you. If you're a first-time female entrepreneur who is looking to understand how to create a business and life of impact, then this is the podcast for you. Ready? Let's do this. Well, it's a new year, and for me, that means it's the start of a brand new budget. I walk into every new fiscal with my plan in place for what I want to do this year, how I plan on getting there, and what I'm going to do actually broken down to literally weekly at some points. I know every quarter exactly what I'm targeting. I know when I'm pushing certain things in my business. I know when I'm focusing instead on filling up my cup and just, you know, serving and doing things for free versus when I'm actually trying to enroll people into my programs or doing anything else that involves making sales. And one of the things I always do as well before I start this process is looking back at the things that are maybe in my business that are stopping me from growing as fast as I'd like to grow and things that are actually slowing down my sales. So on this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about some surprising things that you actually might be overlooking in your own business that's costing you sales. And they're really simple little things. They're things that a lot of new business owners do, and they don't even really realize that like this is something that you should fix because it's costing you money. The good news is because they're so easy to fix, you can literally do it like after listening to this episode. So you can walk over if you're doing any of these things in your business, fix them, and you're going to start to see a big increase in your revenue coming in this year because you've done this. So let's chat about them. The first thing that you might not realize that could be costing you sales is the fact that you're using a generic email address like mycompany at gmail.com for your business email instead of using one that's professionally branded. And this is really common and I see it all the time because every time I get an email that comes in from somebody, I look up to see what their email address is. And I would say that like nine times out of 10, when I'm getting an email from a small business owner, they have a generic email address. And we all look for ways to try to save money in our business. And trust me, I am that person that encourages you to find ways to save money. However, using a generic email address shouldn't be one of the things that makes the list for this. And the reason why is because when you don't use a branded professional domain for your contact email, it immediately gives the impression that you're not a legitimate business. And that causes potential customers to wonder if they can trust you. And the minute someone questions if they can trust you, they're going to take their sales somewhere else. This is a really simple fix. And I think one of the reasons why people don't tend to do it right off the bat is because it seems really complicated, but it's actually not. Because buying a business email is easier than it has ever been before. There are loads of websites like Wix that offer the ability for you to be able to buy your matching email box when you're setting up your domain. Or really simple, you can use Google Workspace to set up the custom email for a super low cost. Like It's less than going to Starbucks every month and buying yourself one coffee. 
So this is one of the things that I really want you to go back and think about and fix in your business if you're doing it right now. Like if you are like, you know, mybusiness at gmail.com, go and change it to something like hello at mybusiness.whatever. Like make sure you're actually using it, a branded email address that matches your the domain you use for your website. This will make a significant difference for you when you look back at the end of the year of how many more sales you've had come in because you now look like a business to people. When you put the effort into the little things in your business, those are usually the things that pay off the most. And just as a side note on this, if you are setting up a new email account for yourself, make sure you don't use info at for your contact info. It gets caught by spam catchers more than any other exchange does. So find something else instead, like use like hello at or like ours is hey you at. Find something that's a bit more unique than info and you're good to go. The next thing that actually might surprise you that could be costing you sales in your business is the fact that you don't have your own website set up and you're using something like Etsy instead to sell from. And Etsy's great, like don't get me wrong on this, but it's not what you should be using as the primary site for your business. If you're just starting out and you're trying to get known in a really crowded space, hanging out on a platform with like a thousand of your competitors isn't the best move for you. Using Etsy to try to grow your brand is limiting your audience, it limits your brand, and it limits your profits. I could actually do a whole podcast just dedicated to why you shouldn't use Etsy as your primary website, but I'm going to keep it simple for this one, just so you don't have to listen to me rant about Etsy for the next 20 minutes. Just like I always talk about the fact that you don't want to build your business on social media alone, that you need to have an email list in place in your business as well. It's the same thing with building your business on Etsy. You need to build on ground that you own, not space that you rent and you own your own website. You can use the other platforms as a secondary source of income for your business, but don't use it as your primary source. When people say, where can I find you? Do not drive them to Etsy. Drive them to your own domain. When you have your own website, you're going to show up in Google searches. You're going to, again, look way more professional. You found a way to stand out from your competition because you're not hanging out with them on the same site anymore. And you can customize it to be your own brand. So when people land on your website, they see you and not somebody else's logo. It's your place. And if you want some tips on how to be able to build out your first website, check out my show notes right now because I'm going to drop a link into two previous podcasts I've done talking about how to build a really effective uh, website for your business and what goes above the fold and what goes below the fold. This is one of the areas that you want to invest time in in your business because your website is your calling card. And it is more important to me, in my opinion, than almost anything you're going to do in your business. So spend time here and get it right and get that domain set up and then link it back to a professional email address as well. You are now good to go. The third thing that might surprise you that you could be doing in your business and not realizing that this is actually going to impact your sales as well is you're not providing invoices to people when they buy from you. Again, I see this all the time happening and I tend to shop a lot of local business. For me, it's really important to buy local. So I shop small before I'll shop anything else. And the common thing I see again happening is when you, you know, do the transaction and you're talking to somebody, I'll get a DM back saying, Oh, the price was this much and you can just e-transfer me to this email address. 
usually a Gmail address, but there's nothing formal there. There's no invoice. There's nothing that states like the name of the business. There's nothing that outlines what I've actually bought. There's no terms and conditions. There's nothing. It is literally just a Instagram DM with a price and a Gmail address. And if you're doing this, you are hurting yourself. Because again, you're setting yourself up to look like you're not a professional business. And one of the things as well that really impacts this is a lot of people have the ability to write off certain purchases because we run our own business. So I know there's that joke that went around forever that came from Schitt's Creek, right? It's like, I'm just going to write it off. But we can write a tremendous amount of things off. But we need to have that receipt, that invoice, like we require it. And also in a lot of cases too, where people are buying for their businesses and you should be thinking about doing B2B in your work as well. So like selling business to business, you should be thinking about that. That should be something that's consciously in your brain to see if you can actually get more revenue in your by doing this in your business. So if there is no invoice, there's no ability to actually pay you because the way all businesses should be set up on the back end is we need an invoice first before we can do anything that requires sending money out of the door of our business. So not invoicing is slowing your sales and it's costing you repeat business because most people, when this happens, they're not going to come back to you again. They're going to go somewhere else. So make sure you're setting up some kind of tracking system as well in your business so that when you are sending things out, you'll also know when people have paid you and not paid you. And unless you have invoicing happening, it's really difficult to be able to track who's paid you and who hasn't in a way that's going to make things much easier for you at the end of the year when you do your taxes. And trust me, your accountant wants to see you sending out invoices. So send out invoices. They don't need to be complicated. You can do it using Word and just stick something in there and just label it invoice 01. That's good enough, but you need to have them in place. So start trying to set up a system to make sure that you're tracking what people owe you when you bill them for your products or your services. And speaking of sales... The last thing that might surprise you is that's costing you money. And this is the biggest one, I think, probably like the one I want you to really listen to of this episode is the fact if you don't have a follow-up process in place for after the sale happens, you are missing business. You're missing repeat business. And repeat business is what drives all business forward. And this comes down to systems again. So if you have something in place where you've sold to somebody and they've paid you, and then you've never done anything like collect an email address or have any way to communicate with them after the sale to be able to nurture that relationship, thank them for their business, let them know about things that are coming up in the future to continue the conversation past the one sale, you will never get a second sale from them. The odd ones might come back, right? Like friends and family, they tend to always come around, but we don't build our businesses off of friends and family. We need to build our businesses off of people that we don't know. So that cold traffic becomes warm traffic, becomes hot traffic. And the minute they're hot traffic to us, and that that means they've purchased from us, we need to nurture the relationship to keep them in our systems so that they'll buy again. So if you don't have something in place in your business where you're finding a way to thank people or you don't have your email list set up and you're not collecting email addresses from people who are buying from you or people who are just interested in learning more about you, you're costing yourself money. And I don't mean a little bit of money. I mean significant revenue. You could be scaling your business 
three to four times faster than you are right now if you just fix this. So if you're sitting down this year and you're thinking about like, what are some of the things you can do in your business a little differently than you did the year before, put a system in place for being able to nurture relationships after the sale. Make sure you're communicating with those people who bought from you on a regular basis moving forward. Because when our people don't feel like we love them or we haven't thanked them enough or, or we, they just don't hear from us, they will go look for something else. So we want to make sure we're top of mind. We want to show up in their email boxes. We want to show up like they, we want them to see our names. We want them to think about us when it comes time to buy something again, because they love the way we treat them. So prioritize this, prioritize the relationship after the sale. I guarantee you it's going to lead to really big growth for you this year. So here's my challenge for you. Here are the four things that I want you to sit down and look at if you're doing in your business. And if you are, I want you to spend this month working on fixing them before you keep moving forward, because this is really going to help you accelerate your growth this year. And I want this to be your best year possible. It has not started off well for many of us. And if you're a mom right now, I get you. I feel you. I understand how hard it is. But I want this year to be something that you can look back on and you can be proud of as well. And that comes from our businesses. Our businesses keep us going and I want your business to grow and to flourish. And I want you to be wildly successful this year. So fix these four things. If you're using a generic email address, stop doing that today and replace it with a professional one. Get off Etsy if that's what you're using as your primary platform to sell on and start building yourself a professional website. And if you're not using Etsy and you just don't have a website in place at all, put one in place by the end of this month. I want you to do that and head over again to the show notes and take a look at the linked episodes for those two podcasts I did before where I talked about the best things to do on your front page above and below the fold. It'll totally help you out. Set up an invoicing process in your business. It can be as simple again as just using Word, but you want to make sure you're sending invoices out to clients. When you send out how much they owe you, include that paper invoice. It will be a game changer for you. And the last thing, make sure you set up an after system process for your business to thank and steward the sales and the relationships that you have with current customers. Let's get that repeat business working for you and you're as a really well-oiled machine and you are going to really see everything start to change this year for you financially. So there you have it. If you're enjoying my podcast, I would be so grateful if you left me a review or shared it with a friend, uh, you know, DM me and tell me what else you'd like me to talk about on my episodes. This is here for you. I want to make sure that I'm giving you the best information to help you grow your business and your confidence as a business owner. So tell me what you want to hear about and I'll get it covered. And lastly, if you are thinking this is the year that you really want to start growing your business, then I would completely invite you to join me inside of my business idea bootcamp that I'm running starting in January. And this is my free 30-day business Kickstarter for purpose-driven small business owners. And inside this, I'm going to teach you the eight key decisions that you need to be making to take your business to the next level. My bootcamp is knowledge-packed. It's super supportive. It's a lot of fun. I have to say, if you're coming in to learn about business, this is the bootcamp you want to be in. We have a great time. 
And you can sign up at it at janditchfield.co forward slash bootcamp. And don't worry if you can't attend live. Everything is caught on replay. So you're able to watch it when the kids are in bed or you can do it after your nine to five is done. I have designed it for women just like you. So I hope to see you there. And I really hope this is the year that your business turns into something that you didn't even believe in your wildest dreams it could become because I know it's possible for you. And I hope to see you get there. I'll be back again next week. And until then, be fearless, be passionate, but above all else, be strategic. I'll talk to you soon.